Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome to the Penny Peep Show. There once was a slumber who had two kids. Their names were Bert and Maggie. Caught by the coppers, they then skipped town. Farewell to old Australia. Jumped on a boat, their dreams to float. All the way to London town, they got a plan. The rich to scam, they're cutting out the middleman, the shysters, Bert and Maggie. This is a tale of a time long past. Back when Queen Victoria could point at bits of the map and say, Me wanty, and have her way. Our story begins on a somewhat reputable street in Bayswater, London, in the upstairs bedroom of an unreputed shop. Here our heroes, Bert and Maggie, were beginning their day. <sighs> Wake up, Maggie. It's another glorious London morning. Don't want to. Come take in the morning air. Fine, fine. <sighs> Ah, London, the greatest city in the world. Take a heady breath of that potential. (coughs) Not a literal breath, of course. You ain't kidding. That about killed me. Then take a look and, I don't know, see the potential. All right, then. There's a beggar on the stoop. What? Oi, you! Clear out! Me, sir! A penny or shilling! T'would see my misfortune! No, sod off! All right! My point still stands, Maggie. London, tis a mighty city wherein we are coming up on six months running the city's best and most successful tea room and mysticarium. Still trying out names? Yeah, mysticarium. What do you think? You know what I think, Bert? Keep it simple. You scoff, but... I'm not calling us a hot char and strange gubbins shop. It tells you what it is. We aren't a shop, Maggie. We offer an experience. And if we're ever going to do more than make ends meet, then the name has to be right. Sure. Speaking of, it's Monday. You know what that means. The Diplings will be on their way. And with their new friends. The Ghastlies. The Argasts. And we must do our best to impress. I thought we didn't like them. I thought they weren't our kind of people. Who said that? The Hempworths. They said Mr and Mrs Argast were new though rich. New though rich. The Argasts may be new money, but it's a lot of new money. And if the Diplings think they're worth sinking their genteel hooks into, then we'll be well served to do the same. This week, you can summon the spirit of someone a bit more polite. Oh, the Diplings loved my Celtic warrior. I was particularly proud of the accent. I wasn't particularly proud of the swearing. It was authentic, Bert. Maybe something a little bit more sophisticated this time. Exotic, you know, a little more Jenny Saquois. Oh, French. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. But before that, we've got to make the necessary preparations. Stack the tarot deck, prep the fluttering candles, pre-wobble the table, etc. We've got to. You've got to. Yeah. And do breakfast, of course. I think I'll have eggs this morning, Maggie. Oh, and when you've got that done, when you've got that done, give little Willie a nudge. We need him in attendance as shop boy. Experience boy. During our time with our guests. I'll wake him now and he can give me a hand. Oh, let the 
poor tyke rest. Why does he get a rest? Don't be so heavy-hearted, Maggie. Grown lad needs his kit. Since when are you nice to little Willie? I'm the nice one. You're the bully. I shan't rise to your baitings, Maggie. Little Willie was out late pilfering on our behalf. Half a dozen silk hankies he found us. He's earned a lie-in. Lord knows we'll make more money from those hankies than we will selling cups of tea. While I'm prepping for the guests, cooking you breakfast and rousing the young master, you'll be... I'll be very busy, Maggie. Doing? I must open the shop. Open the experience. And I'll like a bit of movement to my eggs, Maggie. We're going for more edible than the plate it's served on, if you can manage it. You could always cook them yourself. Enough of this mummery. To work! Here we are. The table is ready and waiting for you. Margaret, when she finally gets here, shall sit at the head. Where would you like to sit, darling? I don't mind, darling. Sit wherever you like, Philip and Dorothy. Shall I sit here, darling? Only if I can sit next to you, darling. I couldn't imagine you sitting anywhere else, darling. You can sit wherever. And Mr and Mrs Argas, please take a seat. Thank you, Mr von Liegenschwein. Should I call you Albert? You are welcome to, Mrs Argas. Call me Kitty, do. I don't know if that's, you know, the proper thing, Kitty. It is the proper thing if you're friends. Is it? Are you sure? I told my new valet he could call me by my given name, but then the housekeeper tried to fire him. Well, is one never really friends with their valet? Chap sees me in the bath. I hope we're friends. Uh. Dear. In polite society, one can call their esteemed friends by their given names. And can perhaps leave the bath talk in the bathroom. If that's the... Uh, well then, uh, call me Torfin. Why would I do that? That's my name. Uh, oh, of course it is. Right! Oh! Kitty. Oh, sorry. You're excitable today, Kitty. Are you summoning spirits talking to ghosts? I'm quite beside myself. Come now, Kitty. Don't make it, you know, fuss. When we're out in, I think, company, a stern upper lip is more the proper thing. Or is it stiff? A stiff upper lip. Or or is that just for gentlemen? What do ladies keep stiff? (laughs) Maggie. You're in good hands with the von Liegenschwein. They always strike the elegant balance between morbid fascination and icky, yucky goolery. Then let us begin our journey through the veil. That was the chair. Right, here we go. Oh, spirits, can you hear me? It is I, your disciple, seeking passage into the void. Quiet, Kitty. Sorry. Yes, spirits. That's right, spirits. Who? These people? Oh, they seek a greater understanding and to pay their respects to you, spirits. Hello there, spirits. I'm Mr. Torfam Arga. Quiet. Sorry. Uh, Spirits, is there one amongst your number who would speak to us? She is seeking out a guide. You, spirit. Oh, spirit, please. I offer you my form, my flesh and blood, so you may lead us between veils. Here comes the moment of transference. Yes, spirit. Yes. (gasps) Kitty. We welcome you, spirit. You are amongst friends. If you can, spirit, tell us your name. Kitty, please. Is it the spirit? I think it's someone knocking on the, uh, you know, door. Uh, Spirits are not bothered by such worldly interruptions. Please, spirit, go on. Uh, uh, I... 
going on? The spirit can't get a word in here. Well, the boy should be taking care oh, of it. Don't call him the boy. His name is William. Such a polite little fellow. And so charming in his little suit. Oh, good help is an important part of any business. The right man in the right job. Or the right boy. Little Willie is more than help. He's family. Which is a cost-effective way of recruiting. Father paid me and my brothers nothing whilst we worked on his water-powered slubber. I beg yours. Them. Sorry, no shop talk. Albert. Oh, stay in the void between worlds. I'll be right back. What the bloody blazes is going on out here? There you are. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. That's right. It's me, your old friend, Mrs Mills. I tried to stop her, Mr Burt. She wouldn't be stopped. There are some people in this world for whom there is no stopping, and Mrs Mills is one of them. Oh, thank you for that. What do you want, Mrs Mills? Ooh, this is a lovely setup you've got going on for yourself, innit? What do you want, Mrs Mills? Fancy, innit? Don't don't you think, girl? Oh, it is, Mrs Mills. I brought Maud along too. Hiya. Maud, you're looking oh, well. Thank you for seeing Mr Von Ligenstein. I-, I bought you some treacle scones, seeing as last time you said they were your favourite. They are delicious. What do you want, Mrs Mills? Bert, what is going on? We can hear you through the door. What are you doing out here? You should be in there giving them the full phantasmagoria. It's hard to create an illusion of dark mysticism with you hollering like a fishwife. Hi, Mrs Mills, Maud. It's good to see you. Do not make this woman feel welcome. Come on, Bert. No, we're well shot of her and her house of harlots. No offence, Maud. None taken, Mr Ditchwater. It's Mr Von Liegenschwein while you're in this store, Maud. Oh, I- I'm sorry, Mr Von Liegenschwein. I want her out of here, Maggie. Not you, Maud. I'm talking about her. Cooey. Oh, there's an easy way to do that. Mrs Mills, what do you want? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> I was in the area and thought I'd pay my good friend. Let's skip to where you ask us for some kind of favour. Why would you think that? Mrs Mills. Right, well, only because it's you asking, dearie. Mm. It's about young Maud. Hello. As you know, she's having a tough time. Why? What's happened? It's more of a generalised tough time. Tough times is Maud's bread and butter, if you take my meaning. But her tough times is making tough times for all of us. All of who? All of me. I'm talking about Maud's profession. Whoring. That's right. Whoring. Mrs Mills. Only she's not very good at it, are you, girl? No. She's terrible at it. She's always falling in love, forgetting to get the money up front or turning down fellas what she don't finance. Well, that's fair enough. Not for a whore, dearie. None of this explains why you're here. Now you know me. Unfortunately. I'm a bleeding heart. A soft touch I am. Let's say for the purposes of this conversation that you are. I can't just turf Maud into the street. Why not? Bert, don't be mean to Maud. I'm not. I'm not saying Maud should be on the streets. I'm questioning why Mrs Mills would be nice to anyone one without some sort of specific benefit to herself. She's one of my girls, is she? I always look after my girls. And I was thinking, Maud, here, she scrubs up well, polite, keen on the cooking and cleaning, house proud, ain't you, girl? Oh, yes, Mrs Mills. And what with you law having such a fancy shop? We prefer to think of it as an experience. I know you could well be doing with a mate. No. And I was thinking... No. That Maud no. could be... No. Your, no. You haven't let me finish yet. Ugh. Thank you. 
could be your maid. No. Yes. Good. What? No. Is everything all right out here? Everything is. is fine. Well, hello, ladies. Good day to you. Hello, sir. Always a pleasure to meet friends of Mr and Miss von Liegenschwein. <laughs> These are some old... Friends? Old friends, yeah. Uh, dropped by to bring us baked goods. Oh, really? <laughs> They're trickle scones, sir, if it pleases you, my... Oh, and recipe. Thank you, miss. That's we'll very... We'll see you in a moment, Tofum. Oh, right. <laughs> Thank you again. You're welcome, sir. Lovely to meet you, sir. Where were we? You were wasting your breath on pointless suggestions. Hiring Maud as a maid is a good idea, Bert. We don't need a maid. I need a maid. Cooking you breakfast, getting the place ready... And if we had a maid, little Willie could get a proper sleep of a morning because our maid could open up the experience. I, I could do all of those things for you, Mr Longveganschwein. I'm sorry, Maud. No. But Bert... No. Having a maid is expensive. Maud's affordable. Oh, I am, so. And we'd have nowhere to keep She's her. She's very small. I-, I could sleep in the kitchen or, or, or by the fire or, or, or just under the counter. No. I don't like putting my foot down and I take no pleasure in saying no to you, Maud, but I'm doing both those things. Not taking pleasure, just saying no. And putting my foot down. My foot is down. It's down, Maggie, and I'll have nothing more on the matter. Then we shall say no more about it. I know when I'm not welcome. And yet it doesn't stop you? (sighs) Bye, then. Bye, Maggie. Bye, Mr. Longblading Shrine. We don't need a maid, Maggie. Fine, fine. I don't need to hear about your foot again. No more interruptions, little Willie. Aye, aye, Mr. Burke. Come on, let's get back to our guests. And so, Bert and Maggie return to their restless guests. Can Maggie summon the spirit of a dead seance? And what has Mrs Mills got planned for our psychic siblings? Find out after this message. That's Not Canon is a community committed to giving new podcasters a platform to share their voices and have some fun. If you would like to get started podcasting or simply enjoyed this podcast and would like to find out more, you can head over to our website at that'snotcanon.com. If you simply want to support us and what we do, we would very much welcome your patronage at patreon.com forward slash that'snotcanon. Hello friends, creator of the podcast Kieran here. Thank you so much for listening to the first episode of the third season of Bert and Maggie. Always great to have them back on the podcast. And a bit of a change of pace from Lady Midnight Versus. Speaking of, what did you think of our finale? My dad slept through it. Better luck next time, dad. I would love to hear how you feel about the return of Bert and Maggie. And as always, there's lots of ways to do that in the episode description. That's all for now. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Bye. It's another beautiful morning in 19th century London. All the birds are dead. There's horse crap all over the street. And the smog just about blocks out the sun. And with the weather so nice, our heroine, Maggie, wanders downstairs to be greeted by our hero, Bert, at the conclusion of his leisurely breakfast. 
morning, Bert. Oh, there you are. You missed breakfast. You cooked yourself breakfast. Nah, I polished off the last of Maud's scones. Didn't need a cooked breakfast. Thought I'd let you sleep in. Oh, that's nice of you. I mean, you could cook your own breakfast. Fancy a cup of tea? I'd love one. Then I'll have one too when you're ready. You look like you just rolled out of bed. There's a reason for that. You don't look ready at all. Ready for what? Today's seance with the diplings and the argasts. They'll be here within the hour. What? But I just rolled out of bed. I told them we'd do a seance for them today at no charge, as yesterday was such a palaver. I'm talking about your friend, Mrs Mills. It was a good notion, hiring Maud as a maid. Don't you think she could... We are not getting a maid and we are not employing Maud as the maid we're not getting. What's wrong with Maud? She's competent enough. She's getting fired from her job and her job is being a whore. It's a very different skill set. Besides, remember what Ma used to say about getting a maid? When did Ma ever talk about maids? She said, never pay a girl to do what you can do with your own hands. I guess. She said, it's alright to have a girl visit downstairs, but you don't ask her to live there. Yeah. She said, give a girl a feather duster and who knows where she'll stick it. Um. I'll admit I'm not sure what the last one means, but the point still stands. None of those sayings are about maids. They aren't? Oh. Oh. But, but Ma had a feather duster. You never saw her use it. She used to put on quite the show after a few drinks. Oh, no. I'm a peacock. I'm a peacock, she'd cry. <laughs> it doesn't matter what disturbing imagery you conjure up, Maggie. You won't get my foot up about this. As I said yesterday, my <gasps> Your foot, foot is, is down, down. And there is no point lifting it to re-examine the already stepped-upon reasonings that I squashed yesterday. Now, chop, chop. <sighs> what am I chopping? Everything. Time to put on a show. Take your seat, do, Kitty. Thank you, Albert. It's so good of you to make time for us, Albert. Quite, darling. Anything for you and Philip? Noted and appreciated. Good service. Important in this industry. Free of charge, wasn't it? Free of charge. That is good business. See, the customer... Yet... Tofum. Oh, Sorry, dear. No shop talk. Today I thought we might start with some tea reading. It's a calmer way to commence to start our devolution into the spirit realm. I did rather make a spectacle of myself, didn't oh, I? I wouldn't say that. You may say it, Albert. Yes, you did, Kitty. There was a lot of yelping and whimpering. Tea's up! It's just tea. Perhaps you could calm, you know, down, Kitty. There are only certain circumstances where a lady should be screaming. What are those? Oh, I'm, I'm not, you know, sure. I asked my valet if ladies should scream, and he said under certain circumstances, it's a compliment. When I pressed him for details, he went bright red and hid behind a curtain. I wonder why. How strange. My point was, Kitty, that you should, you know, try to contain yourself. Let's not have a repeat of yesterday. When Margaret summoned that French gentleman, we could barely make out his woebegone tale of intrigue, betrayal and murder. Indeed. Pip had to relate the details of it to me in the cab on the way home, and it isn't the same without the correct ambiance. I did my best, darling. I know you did, darling. Regaling the visceral and odious details of human butchery are best left to the professionals, when those professionals can make themselves heard above the din. Oh, I'm terribly sorry if I ruined it for everyone. Not at all, Kitty. Neither myself nor Margaret nor the spirits paid it any mind. And we had a good laugh about it when everyone went home. Shall I pour? Please. Kitty. Sorry. It was someone knocking at the door. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sure the boy will deal with it. What dreadful luck we're having. This never usually happens. Who can it be knocking at such an inopportune time? Oh, is it those ladies from yesterday? Oh, I hope they brought more of those, uh, what were they, uh, scones? Here's your tea. Don't worry about it. I'll pour you more tea. And I shall dispense with that woman. And bring back more of those scones if you can. 
I knew it. I knew it would be you. As soon as something came along to ruin my day, I knew it was going to be you. Good morning, Mr. Von Liegenschwein. Why? Why are you here? We had to come back and see your lovely tea shop again. Young Bess said she wanted to see the place. Hello, dearie. It's a penny. Two if you want me face covered. Who brought young Bess? Bringing Maud is one thing. Hello again, Maud. Hello again, Mr. Von Liegenschwein. I've made you some gingerbread cake. That's nice of you, Maud. Last time I made it, you said it was a slice of luxury. I stayed up late baking it. She stayed out late paying for it. And I'm sure the cake will taste all the better for it. As I was saying, it's one thing to bring Maud. It is an entirely different matter to inflict young Bess upon us. Bert! What are you doing? Stay in there and entertain the guests, damn it! The guests are more interested in eavesdropping on your rowing! Oh, it's Mrs Mills's fault! Hiya, Mrs Mills! Hiya, dear. She's threatening us, Maggie! She's threatening us with young Bess! Uh, what's that? What's wrong with young Bess? I'm not threatening you with young Bess. Young Bess is a close personal friend? Yeah, I guess. I'd love a cup of tea. No. I don't have any money, but I can pay you in sex. See, Maggie, we cannot have that here. Well, about it. Let me tickle your spigot. Tofum, um... Hello. Hello again, ladies. Hello again, sir. Oh, how about that cup of tea? You can bury it in me blind alley. <laughs> See, <you>. Maggie? <laughs> I couldn't help but smell something from the other room. Don't worry, she's leaving. But I meant some, you know, cake or some such. It's my gingerbread cake, sir, if you would like. I do like. May I? Please, sir. Those, you know, scones were excellent. Quite excellent. We'll be back in a jot, Tofum. Yes, right. Thanks again. She's ever so polite. Is our mood? In Toff seem to like her, as you saw. In fact, they make up most of her regulars. Oh, this is about Maud becoming our maid again. Just checking in, seeing if you changed your mind. I don't know if I could have been any clearer. You did put your foot down. I did. What more can I do? Put both feet down. Consider it down. Consider me jumping up and down on the issue. As you say, Mister von Ligenschwein, we shall leave. And take your menagerie with you. Don't speak about Maud like that. I was talking about young Bess. Wait, where'd she go? Oh, no. Oops. Well, ta-ra. Seems you got a busy morning ahead of you. No, no, no. The sun possibly rises on another day in Bayswater. But while Maggie greets the day with her usual yawn and stretch, Bert begins his with a stint of paranoid curtain twitching. Morning, Maggie. Bert? Time to get up, Maggie. We've got the Diplings and the Argasts coming again today. I know. I was there when you offered. I was stunned by your generosity. Genuinely stunned. My brother Bert being generous, I ask myself. He's normally a selfish, miserable bastard. Mm-hmm. What's happening, Bert? She's out there, watching, waiting. I know it. Who? Where? Mrs. Mills, I can feel her eyes on me. Maybe it's the beggar on the stoop. What? Oh, oi, you! Get out of here! Oh, sir, if you've any coppers... No! For the last time, sod off! All right, all right! No harm in asking! So not Mrs. Mills, just a harmless beggar. I didn't mean she could see me in the window. I meant it like... 
she was making plans, thinking about doing things that would irritate me, that sort of thing. I meant it like, there should be a word for the way in which I meant it. Figuratively? No, I don't like fruit for breakfast. Huh? All I know is we can't let her win. You can't let her win. Thank you. I need that sort of support today. All right, get dressed. I'm ready for my breakfast, but no figs. What? Here we go. Hello, everyone. Grab your seats and we'll get started. What do you have in store for us today? Tarot cards. Bags are fun and you can't spill them on the floor if someone knocks too loud. Oh. No offence. Very sensible. A diverse portfolio of services leads to happier customers. Too fun. Sorry, no shop talk. And, of course, tarot cards are mercifully gentle on tablecloths. Agreed, darling. Precautions must be taken. Mustn't they, Kitty? I suppose you're right. Are we likely to see those ladies again? Mm-hmm. Bert thinks so. Good. Good. That gingerbread cake was wonderful. Oh, yes. Although I feel I must apologise again for how I reacted to that old, well, old lady. You can say crone. You can't scream at people, Kitty. It isn't nice. Especially not the elderly. Loud noises and surprises aren't good for them. She was very interesting. Creature is fine. Hag even. Witch if needed. She said my moustache reminded her of her quim whiskers. And then she offered to tickle him him with her quim whiskers. Well, I have no idea what they are. I asked my valet and he locked himself in bathroom. How fascinating. Did you ever find out what a quim whisker was? Tis a mystery. Quim whiskers. Albert, Margaret, any idea? Oh, well, I think <coughs> it's something I've never heard of. Hmm. Mystery continues. Maybe you should ready the tea things. Why, Topham? I had no idea you were so taken by reading the tea leaves. Oh, it was fine. But a cup of tea is the perfect partner to a slice of, uh, you know, cake. Ah, perfect time. Kitty, why don't you shuffle the tarot deck? Oh, very well. How long for? Keep going till we come back. I'm still puzzling over quim whiskers. Yes, quim whiskers. Quim whiskers. What on earth could quim whiskers be? No, go away! It's a shame you weren't a few seconds earlier. Could have kept the lot of us out. I knew you'd come. I knew it! I'm very reliable. Much like Maud. Reliable and hardworking. You're looking well, Maud. Oh, thank you, Mr Von Lickenstein. I-, I did some more baking if you want. Hello! Came for another chat. A chat? A chat? Bringing young Bess is a direct assault. Hello again, Mrs Mills. Lovely to see you, dearie. Is this about Maud again? Hello. Oh, I'm sorry. Seeing if you changed your mind. No harm in asking. Knock it off, young Bess. I think the master has gotten the picture. I want a cup of tea. Sod off, Bess. Bert, maybe reconsider your feet. We can't afford a maid. We can. I don't want to afford a maid. Will it cost you more than young Bess on your stoop? You can't possibly keep coming. Dear ladies of the night, coming at night leaves our days quite free. Disgusting. And we can wander over and be all filthy mouthed at your customers every day. Think about that. No. Bert, just hire Maud as a maid. No. We need the 
help. She's a sweet girl. Thank you. Why, even you've softened to her and you don't like anyone without money. No! Why not? It's the principle of the thing. We can't let her win. Me? We can't let her have her way. I know it don't feel good to be bullied or pushed around. I had my own experience with that when I was a young thing. The filth on the street thought themselves better than me. And now you're the filth on the street. That's right. The filthiest. I fought like a dog to be the disreputable lady what you see before you today. And you can't shake me. Well, I put my foot down. And I'm the shit that sticks to your boot when you do. So, are you going to give my girl a job? Or am I going to see you tomorrow? What are the chances of something baked and delicious? I've got some lemon buns right here for you, sir. I love lemon, you know, buns. Oh, here you go then. You could charge a pretty penny for those, you know. Why, you could get a penny per bun. We would. If I may, you know, shop talk for a moment. Baked goods, scones and, you know, cakes, would seem to be a natural avenue to expand your tea and... uh, you know, strange gubbin shop. How many buns you bake, Maud? A dozen, Mr. Von Liegenschwein. At a penny a bun? That's a shilling. Maggie, we are hiring a maid. Who will it be? You. Oh, great news, Bert. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, you won't regret it. I- I'll do whatever you ask of me, Mr. Longvigenschlein. Oh, I am pleased. To be clear, I didn't hire her because you didn't leave me any other options. I hired her because I saw an opportunity for profit. I like a man of principle. I like a man of business. And I like the coin you're about to give me for that lemon bun. Aww. And so, Bert and Maggie have their first employee. Is Maud the herald of more sweet things to come? What manipulative meringue will Mrs Mills whip up next? There's only one way to find out. Join us next time for more cracking, historically accurate Victorian adventures with Bert and Maggie. Bert and Maggie featured the voices of... Kieran Davey as Bert. Jacqueline Osorio as Maggie. Adam Dergerman as Pip Dipling. Rhiannon Marshall as Mrs Dorothy Dipling and the Beggar. David Moss as Mr Topham Argast and Little Willie. Rosie Williamson as Mrs Kitty Argast. Catherine Jones as Mrs Mills. Danny Payne as Maud. And Matt Graham as Young Bess and the Narrator. Words by Kieran Davey. Music by Matt. You shame Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 